Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and as always, feel free to email realthingspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or insight that you have on the topics I bring up. Oh my gosh, what a mouthful. Every time. Um, so, I wanted to kind of talk about or give more updates because I recorded, I think, probably three podcasts in the last two weeks and none of them were good enough for me to put out there um which is just fine but I don't know I feel like I've kind of hit um a roadblock or like writer's block I guess or verbal block I don't know what it is with my podcasts and like the the stuff that I put out there in the world and I don't know. It's just kind of annoying. So, um, actually I wanted to talk about, like, I had an idea of something to talk about. So, um, I don't follow many people on YouTube or on, um, podcasts or on TikTok. Like I try to make everything or people that I follow on social media, like celebrities or people that are influencers or whatever. I try to follow as minimal like the the most minimalistic people that I can or people that don't have that big of an impact um, on my mental state, um, that aren't negative, that try to keep me in a motivated, positive, you know, energy kind of mindset. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like there's like a frog in my throat. Let me get a drink of water. <laughs> but... <clears throat> I'm also trying to be quiet because my roommate is sleeping, so we're going to try to be quiet together, okay? But, oh, and my door's not closed. You know what? Give me one second. Okay, anyway, um, I'm going to try something new. But, basically, I'm just trying to kind of get a feel of what people are wanting um, me to post about or, you know, social media-wise I know I really shouldn't care what other people think, but at the same time, you guys are the people that listen to me and what I put out there, and I appreciate you, and I, I don't know, like, I have so many thoughts on things, but at the same time, I don't know, you know, what's too much to share, or what, I, I don't know the boundary, clearly, which is why I could never be a teacher, I've never wanted to be a teacher, because I would be fired, I don't know, I don't know the boundary with, like, things that I should explain to people or talk about, um, because I'm a very, like, open person. Um, for example, I actually was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I'm just like, you know, they, I get this question all the time. People are like, you know, you like working with kids, and, um, you, you know, were an education major and all this stuff, but why don't you, like, teach? <coughs> and the, answer is plain and simple because I know that I would get fired within like a matter of months. Um, I like working with kids, but at the same time, my motivation is just not there when it comes to lesson planning. Um, it's not there when it comes to structure half the time. Um, most of the time I just like hanging out, having a good time. And you know, when kids listen to music, this is my biggest thing. Um, kids that listen to music, I encourage that highly. I think that kids should listen to whatever they want. Um, you know, my, that's just because I grew up a certain way. 
Um, my parents showed me music and if I heard that there was a bad word in it, they just told me not to repeat it. Um, and there's so many parents out there that just avoid all like the swear words and, you know, they want clean music only. I'm like, okay, but we didn't have that. Like growing up as like a kid, we didn't have clean music. Like you guys didn't have clean music. Like, what do you, like, why are you sheltering your, your, your kids or your children from, you know, swear words. Like, okay, I get it. They shouldn't hear them or they're too young or whatever. But at the same time, I think that you should teach them, okay, you hear the swear word. Like, you don't know what it means, but you can, like, explain, yeah, it offends people. Just don't repeat it. Like, you hear it, you don't repeat it. It's not something that kids, like, your age should be saying. It's not appropriate. If I hear you saying it or repeating it, then we're going to have a conversation with mom and dad or with, you know, you know, like if you're the parents, we're going to have a conversation about, you know, what, like what entails you getting in trouble. I don't know. Like you're grounded. We'll take the electronics away, like those kinds of things. So like there's a consequence for your actions kind of deal. So I would treat the kids that I work with like I would my own and not everyone agrees with the things that I believe in and what I would do with my own children and like what my mindset and my opinions and beliefs are with raising children. So therefore I don't teach because I don't want to deal with parents being upset and I don't want to deal with, you know, getting in trouble and you know, just all that, all that kind of fun stuff. So that is why I don't teach. And It's also just an underpaid position and it's ridiculous. So anyway, moving on from that, um, I don't remember what I was saying to begin with. Oh, so anyway, the reason that I started this podcast episode, which actually kind of ties into what I just mentioned with all the teaching stuff, is because I have been kind of stuck in my brain. I feel like I've kind of hit a wall. I feel like I've kind of been you know, slacking on like what I should be doing with my life. And I've just been like kind of in a rut in like an emotional, like mental rut. And I don't really know why. I really don't know why. I feel like I've always been confident about what I want to do with my life and like where I want to go, the direction I want to have. And I'm sorry, there's like a frog in my throat. I don't know what it is. I think I'm just trying to be quiet or whatever because my roommate is sleeping and I feel bad that I'm even talking at this level, but I'm sorry. Okay. Okay forgive me please but the the rut that I'm talking about I thought it was just me I thought it was just me going through it and you know I was just like why do I feel like this like my friends don't feel like to this extent like this or they don't you know mention anything like this I've haven't heard anyone mention anything like this but then like I said I only follow a minimal amount of people or people that are only positive which is kind of gonna backfire at me when I mention who I listen to in their podcast because they're not really known for being all that positive. I mean, maybe half the time or like a good amount of the time, but they definitely have some negative energy sometimes. Anyway, it's Emma Chamberlain. So I was listening to her podcast, which is Anything Goes, and I love her podcast. I love her YouTube videos. Um, The only people I follow on YouTube after learning about all the scandals and everything with the beauty community, which is irrelevant now. We're moving on past it. It's 2021. It's over and done. 
Um, but the only people I follow really on social media is like Swagatron, which is Megan from TikTok. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but ba- basically to me, she's like dollar store Emma Chamberlain. Um, Hiram, the skincare guru and Emma Chamberlain and like maybe one or two other people. But really the people I follow like religiously on things is like Emma Chamberlain, Swagatron or like Megan, AKA Swagatron and then, um, Hiram. Um, that's really all I follow, like, on the, those three, like, Instagram, social media, like, or, what? On those three sources of social media, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Actually, I don't follow Hiram on Instagram, uh, now that I think about it. But anyway, so, I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, um, because I haven't listened to it in quite some time, and I was just listening to it on the way home. Um, which is different, but what, or different for me anyway. I don't really listen to podcasts all that much, but I love hers because it just calms me. So she has this one episode that she just posted, I think it was like a couple weeks ago or days ago or whatever. And it was, um, oh God, I have to look at what it was called. I'm doing that really fast because I don't remember what it was called and I suck, but, oh, life burnout. Okay. It's called life burnout. I highly encourage if you feel like you're in a rut or you feel like you're kind of stuck that you listen to this podcast. Um, It was kind of eye-opening for me because I felt like, again, I'm going to repeat it, like I was the only one and she just made me feel, I mean, that's what she does best. She makes you feel like you're not the only, like you are not the only one going through things. Like she has your back. Other people are going through this same shit and it's fine. So, um... Her podcast definitely, like, pushed me to, like, make a podcast episode about this topic. And also my friend Kimber sent me... Where to go? Sorry, I'm looking through my messages. Okay, she sent me a YouTube video. I don't know. Oh, it's TJ. I don't know who TJ is. But she said, I was watching TJ's vlog and this one was great and it goes with what you're going through right now. And it's titled, How Did I Get Here or What Should I Do With My Life? And uh, to a T, that's what I'm going through right now. Like, that is everything that I'm going through right now. Hold on, I need to put chapstick on. My lips are dry. Okay, so I'm back. But, um, yeah, so between that YouTube video from TJ, which was spot on again with what's going on in my life, and Emma Chamberlain's podcast episode, I felt like it was really a sign for me to make a podcast episode about it because I feel like it's not being talked about enough how really burnt out everyone or like people are feeling after being in a pandemic for almost a year and you know career-wise like you know you shouldn't feel like you're behind or if you do like it's completely normal and like understandable why you feel like you're behind or just feeling like nothing entertains you or excites you or gives you drive or motivation, energy, any of that. Um, so sorry if I'm talking too fast. I know I do that, but basically, so I'm going to kind of break down like TJ's video that my friend Kimber showed me was awesome. I loved it. It was great. There was a book that he recommended. Um, I think it's what color is your parachute or I forget here. Let me look it up while I'm doing that. Um, because I can't remember anything today. Um, Amazon, that's literally how I look up a book is going to Amazon. What color 
is your parachute. Okay. Yeah. It's what color is your parachute? Um, let me see who it's by. It's by, oh, I think it's Richard Bowles. I don't know. It says your guide to a lifetime of meaningful work and career success. So that's great. Love that. So I think I might buy that. I'm actually going to add that to my cart right now. So I don't forget it. Here, add to cart. Beautiful. It's only like $17 or something. So, or $18. Oh, it's on sale right now. Get it while it, go, get it while it's hot. So, um, but anyway, he, TJ, in the YouTube video that he made, talked about this book and how, you know, it made him really kind of think about what he wanted to do in order to be happy and also be financially stable and like successful and fulfilled. And so there's like three circles. It's like a Venn diagram that you make. And so you fill them with the things that make you happy. So his, I think, were um, music and partying and something else. I forget what it was. But um, I think it was music, partying. I don't know. It was something else too. But basically, it was like trying to find something in the sweet spot that meets all three in the middle and trying to find something like financially fitting that could also keep you afloat um, career-wise, and he said that he made do with what he does, like, for a living, but he also said that he remembers that he was basically, like, living off of, like, I think it was, like, ramen or, you know, the basic PB&J for months, you know, with his retail job or his, you know, minimum wage job, and, um, a friend of his actually, like, brought it up because now I think he's, like, he just moved into a house and he's happy and he's moving forward with it, like his life. But um, a friend of his like kind of like reminded him because I guess he was feeling kind of stuck or just like in a in a rut like the rest of us all feel. Um, and in that moment where he felt like he was in a rut, his best or one of his best friends reminded him and said, hey, remember when you were like basically like living um, paycheck to paycheck and, you know, the bare necessities of like, you know, food wise and you're working just to live and basically like reminding him like where you were and look at where you are now where you're living comfortably financially. I mean, I don't know his financial status or, you know, standings, but I can only assume that he's living comfortably because he's a YouTuber and I don't know him. But if you buy a house, I'm assuming you have some decent amount of money, more than most people I know that are in our 20s have. So yeah, I mean, it was kind of interesting. And on top of that, I brought this up with my coworker, bless her heart, Tina. And Tina said that there was like some Japanese or cultural like way of looking at finding something where you feel like you're helping. It's like the same Venn diagram looking method where you have like three circles and one of them is community, one of them is fulfillment, and one of them is passion. And so finding something where you're helping your community. Oh, wait, no. No, you're helping your community. No, it's community, um, financial stableness or whatever, and then passion. Yeah, or like fulfillment. Passion and fulfillment are the same thing. So there's like a dollar sign, a house, and a heart. And so the, the dollar sign is fulfillment you know, monetary, like monetarily, like with money and the community is helping others and like kind of making 
your community a better place, I guess, or, you know, adding to your community in a healthy way. And then having something that you're passionate about where you feel fulfilled. And so she was explaining, cause I told her about this great thing that I heard on YouTube from TJ's blog. And she's like, well, you know, she's like, I think that's great, but there's also this way that to think about things too. And she said that that was, I guess, where it kind of stemmed from like the three Venn diagram circles. And she's like, you know, that can be like a breakdown, like TJ's version of the three where you just find three things you're passionate about and find something in the middle that makes you happy overall, like a position, a job, a career path, like whatever. She said that could be a breakdown of the bigger Venn diagram circle of just having something that you're passionate about. So take the original that she mentioned with the house, the dollar sign and the heart, um, or whatever, and then break down the heart Venn diagram into another tri Venn diagram thing into three things that make you happy, um, just in general, whether that be music or partying or skincare or reading or collecting or trading, um, creating, I don't know, whatever makes you happy, making three or choosing three, and then finding something that's smack dab in the middle that you're doing all three of and can build from there. So that was definitely interesting for sure. Sorry, I needed a drink of water. My voice is kind of dying out. I think it's almost bedtime for me, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so then I'm going to break down Emma Chamberlain's YouTube video that I just watched And basically she was saying that, um, everyone that she has kind of like talked to, um, or that she's been seeing or she's kind of been affiliated with or noticed, she notices that there's like, um, a, a problem and she's like, I think I cracked the code and it's that everyone's kind of just feeling like burnout, (coughs) sorry, burnout on life in general. And I think that everyone's kind of feeling that way because, again, we've done this pandemic thing for almost a year and it's crazy and we're just kind of wanting it to be over and done with. And, like, we kind of hoped that there would just be, like, a day where, like, everyone would be, like, free to go. Like, you're off the hook. Everyone doesn't have to wear a mask. You can go visit whoever you want. Like, there's no virus anymore. Once the vaccine came out, like, we would all be good. And that's not how life works. So we're all just kind of like, okay, now what? And we're just still kind of waiting for things to happen. But, um, yeah. So she was talking about how she just picked up the drums, which I think is funny because I also have a drum set and I feel the same way. Like after like a few months of me learning of the drums and like doing different beats or whatever it's called, um, I just kind of stopped and I was just like, uh, it doesn't really excite me anymore. And I literally bought like a $300, $400 drum kit or a MIDI kit. Um, and it's just sitting here collecting dust, but I'm trying to get back into it and forcing myself to love it again. Um, even though it's a challenge and I bought all these books I wanted to read and I just am staring at them. There's like five of them that haven't even touched them. Um, you know, I have so many options that I could do. I have my Instagram business account um, that I could be working on. I could be making podcast podcast episodes for all of you. 
I could be doing all these things, but I'm just not doing them. And it's just kind of frustrating. So I have mentioned in my pre-recorded podcasts that I, or the ones I recorded earlier in the last two weeks that I'm not posting because I think they're garbage. But um, in one of them, I did talk about how I felt kind of sad one day. And this was like probably like a little around a month ago or like three weeks ago. And I hadn't felt that way since college whenever I just felt like I was like kind of losing hope. And whenever Emma Chamberlain's podcast, like whenever I was listening to it tonight, it definitely clicked. I'm like, yeah, like I know for a fact that I'm in a rut, but like, it's just like, that's probably why I feel burnt out. Like I'm leaving a job right now. I just put my two weeks in, actually it's three weeks because that's when the schedule goes out too. But I just put in my notice for my job and I've only been there for like four or five months, but it was just a temporary position anyway for myself in my mind. And it's not because I don't like it. It's not because, you know, I don't like the people and it's not a good fit. I think it's just, I feel burnout and I just, I don't feel happy there. And I feel like I'm just weighing everyone down when I'm there and I'm just not my true self and like my happy-go-lucky self and willing to, you know, do whatever my boss needs and to be there for them. I'm not, I don't feel like a team player there. And, um, I don't really necessarily think it has to do with the position itself. I think it, number one, has to do with the pay because it was awful. But, um, also I think it has to do with the fact that I do feel very burnt out. And I am the type of person, if you know me, um, if you don't know me, that's fine. But, like, I'm the type of person where I jump at basically any opportunity that presents itself. And I get so hyped about it. And then after a few months, it kind of dies away. Um, And then I'm just kind of, like, stuck in the same routine for a few years or, like, a few months until I figure something else out. And I think that that feeling is kind of, you know, shortening. So instead of me feeling that way after a year or two... I'm feeling that way like after a few months and I'm just like, okay, now I'm over it. Now I'm done. And I think that's just the product of being in this pandemic and not being able to do the normal routine um, on a regular basis. I just, I don't know. It's a very weird feeling. I don't like it. Um, I wish it would go away. It's uncomfortable. But at the same time, Emma Chamberlain in her podcast, and I love her for it, she was just like, you know what, but, you know, we're going to get through it. You just have to keep pushing through it. Like, it's not, like, there's nothing much we can do about it. It sucks, but you can't give up on yourself. You can't, you know, blame yourself. You can't blame anyone else. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, everyone's going to have to feel it at some point or go through it at some point. Um, and if you don't, props to you. If you're happy and doing the most, oh, my YouTube video was just playing. That was Hiram. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you don't go through that feeling, that's awesome. Props to you. Um, and if you do just know that it's completely normal and I understand and it's, it's just part of this, like whatever this is, it, it's just going to have to happen and you're just gonna have to let it do it or, or like whatever, run its course. Um, but I know several people that are just feeling like kind of lost or like it's never going to end, but it will end. Um, you just have to be patient with it. And unfortunately it sucks, but 
yeah, that's all we can do. So, um, I definitely enjoyed picking up the hobbies that I did in the last year or so. If you don't have a hobby yet or you don't have like a little side, you know, creative outlet, then I encourage you to find one. Um, I've picked up like 12 in the last year. Um, I wrote down a list on my whiteboard of things that I can do while I am kind of, oh, whoops, um, a list of things that I can do if I'm feeling like kind of lost or like bored, which I don't have time to be bored anymore, which is actually nice because that's all quarantine was, was me being bored. But um, here, I'll share my list with you guys. Let me get up. Oh my gosh. What a mess. Okay. Okay. So, on my list, I have playing the drums, posting on my business account for Instagram, um, recording podcast episodes. I have a business account on Facebook for a completely different business um, for babysitting and nannying. So, post on that or find you know, jobs through that. And I also started selling things on Mercari, which is like basically the Facebook, um, Facebook marketplace, but it's way more attention from other people around the world are drawn to Mercari because it's its sole purpose. And I love it. I've been posting things on there and I've been selling things. Um, and it's just like, it's great because you just kind of forget about it. And then like, you just get a notification like, oh, you sold something. And it's just like extra cash. So it's great. Um, I can FaceTime my friends. I can work out, clean my apartment. I can meditate. I can read or I can apply for jobs. So I have a list of things that I can do to kind of keep my brain occupied. Um, and just like a reminder that there are other things that I can be doing. Like if I get burnout on something or if I feel like I'm just kind of floating or not wanting to do anything or not, not excited by anything, then I have a list of things I can look at and be like, okay, there's got to be something that seems appealing. It's kind of like when you're, okay, think about it like this. Like if you're hungry, but then you're like hungry to the point where you're like, nothing sounds good. If you've ever been that hungry, it sucks. And I hate that feeling, but i I get that in that space or that position a lot, way more times than I would like to admit. But, um, it's like when you're hungry and like you get to the point where you literally don't know what you want to eat. Like nothing sounds good. Um, you're, you're just starving. You need to eat something, but absolutely everything sounds terrible. It sounds like just kind of meh. And, that's basically the feeling of like just feeling like burnout and that's totally okay and actually now I think about it Gary V posted something about you know life burnout or um like when you do feel burnout like what you can do um and basically just means that like it's not even defined as burnout it's like you're bored you're bored with it move on like and it's okay so like if you have a side business too this is another thing that's huge because whenever I saw Gary Vee post about this too, all of these things have kind of clicked and I'm just like, okay, I'm not the only one. It feels good to know that I'm not the only one. But, um, 
Sorry, my mouth is just so dry. I think it's from talking way too much. This happens every time I record a podcast episode and it's annoying. Okay, I'm back. But basically, Gary Vee defines it as not like burnout. It's just you're bored. So if you're bored of something, if you have a small business or a side hustle or, you know, you're reading a book or whatever, if you're bored of it, if you're sick of it, stop doing it. Like, don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do. Like, you know, if you're eating healthy or working out, like, force yourself. Like, just go do it. Unless you don't feel good or, like, you're sore or, like, something hurts, don't do not do that. But, um, like, if, you're, if you feel like you're just... I don't know, like sick of it, it's okay to take a break. Like you, you'll probably come back to it, but you know, finding other things that, you know, spark your interest, that's important too. And don't just think that you have to do one thing for the rest of your life. Like it's okay to take a break and come back to something later if you want to. Um, there was a girl, so the Gary Vee post I'm referring to, the girl was asking Gary Vee, um, she's like, you know, I've done my business. I've like give it, given it my all for the last year or two. And now I'm just kind of like, you know, burn out and I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, it's not burn burnout. Like you're just bored. Like you're sick of it. Just move on to something else. And she's like, do I just drop my business? He's like, if you want to, yeah. Like if you want to pick up something else, like your business doesn't have to be like your end all be all. And I am definitely the type of person, me personally, that I pick something up for like a year or two and then I'm over it and I don't picture myself staying at a company or doing something for more than probably three years or four years at a time so like once I've picked something up I'm like okay cool I love it but then I'm over it so I don't know maybe it's just me maybe other people feel like that actually I know it's not just me I know other people feel like that too but just know it's normal and it's totally okay and you know, again, like Emma Chamberlain and Gary Vee and whoever this TJ person are or TJ person is, we're all going to get through it. It's all going to be okay. You know, if you are bored or burnt, quote unquote, burnt out, find something else that piques your interest or, you know, make a list of things that you do in your spare time and pick one of those and just have it up there, like in your room, on your phone, like whatever, just at first glance, pick something that makes you happy or that seems interesting at that time and then go from there. Okay. I'm actually surprised I spoke for that long. I'm exhausted and my throat hurts from talking as per usual. So I'm going to finish watching this Hiram episode on YouTube, which I also recommend him. He is a great, um, he's not certified but he's like definitely like a great person to listen to on youtube um and he definitely laughs like the dude from wreck it ralph what's his name fix it felix fix it felix jr his laugh reminds me of him a lot and i think it's funny but um hey you be the judge of it so i will see you guys later email me if you have any questions comments or concerns or insights love it okay good night